0: Welcome to, Welcome to Afrosaya Saya. Hello 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 familia I'm Alex Gutierrez your host Thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time connecting with AfroSaya podcast, we are happy you're here. We are an online media platform. We produce podcast shows and publish journals of news and culture. AfroSaya, the Afro Latino podcast, is produced in English and in Spanish. AfroSaya also advocates for access to education, health and justice for all. Occasionally in Afrosaya, you will hear guest speakers who join us to share their personal stories and happiness. Consider joining our exclusive community by visiting afrosaya.com and join our movement because visibility leads to representation and representation leads to inclusion. Oh, 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 oh. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Today, we have an amazing show. I will share a recorded conversation with Orlando Addison from the Miami Museum of Contemporary Art of the African Diaspora. Orlando is an Afro-Latino, an Episcopal priest, writer, and advocate. He authored the award-winning book Ernesto Gamboa, I had published Happy Land, Night Was Afraid to Fall, Canto Afro-Latino afro latin sons and his most recent publication is out there el actor y la sombra you should check it out orlando's parents are of jamaican descent he was born in tela honduras orlando developed an affinity for literature and embraced afro latino causes from a young age reasons why we have him on our show today Our conversation focuses on current issues that the Afro-Latino community faces, particularly in Miami, what's the current state of art from the African diaspora perspective, and how you as an audience, our Patreons, can connect with MOCAD, spell M-O-C-A-A-D. There will be an event this November 28th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time where you can learn much more about the art, history, culture, and this new trending Create Conversation Afro Latinx. Are you ready? Mi gente, are you ready? Okay. (laughs) Let's go with one minute of Afro-Saya music, and then we go straight to the conversation. Don't go anywhere. gente, we are here with Orlando. Orlando, welcome to our show. Welcome to AfroSaya. Thank
1: you, Alejandro. It's a pleasure to be here in AfroSaya. Thank you for the invitation.
0: Thank you so much, Orlando, for your time. Our audience here from us and uh, we, we, we already read all your amazing accomplishments. You did a lot and we are so happy and so honored to have you here. They know that you're an author, that you won an award, and they know that your most recent publication is out there. Can you tell our audience where they can find your new book?
1: Thank you. Yes, my new book, El Actor y la Sombra, The Actor and the Shadow. It can be found in any of the bookstores in your area, uh, but particularly at Amazon, uh, where they uh, uh, distribute the, the novel uh, to people not only here in the United States But also in Latin America as well So I hope that you get a chance to read it And enjoy the read
0: Yes, there you go, beautiful people You gotta go find it on Amazon So that is super cool El Actor y la Sombra I can't wait to really, really dig into the book Especially now that we're going into holidays So it's gonna be a good reading for us, right?
1: <laughs> Indeed, I, I highly recommend it, of course, yes <laughs>
0: All right, fantastic. So Orlando, we want to focus on our our conversation three main topics. One of them is on the current issues that the Afro-Latino community faces, particularly in Miami or in the region that you are there. Um, I don't know if you can elaborate or describe to our audience. What are the things that you see also as an advocate? Because we know you're advocating. So what are the things you see that our governments, not only in the United States, but our governments in all Latin American countries where the African-descendant community are present, should focus to elevate the life of our community.
1: Good, good question and it's it's a very complex uh, answer to and, and complex question too. Uh, and I'm and I hope I can provide you know uh, a, an easy uh, uh, answer to your question but I'm I'm not quite sure if that going to be possible. Uh, but one of the uh, the problems that we face um, particularly the afro Latino community not only in, in the Miami and Florida and the United States, but also in, in Latin America, it, it has to do with historical uh, facts and events uh, and concepts and, concept and um, philosophical and political ideas that still uh, dominate into the social structure of the Latino community. Uh, For example, some Latinos believe that there is um, no discrimination in in Latin America. And the reason for that is based on the fact that uh, the governments in Latin America created a system uh, that enabled people to believe that this is not true. And one of them has to do with the philosophical uh, introduction of one of the a Mexican philosopher um, who introduced this idea, this concept of having just one race, that Latinos are, um, uh, that we have no uh, uh, different race in uh, races in the community, in the area, mm-hmm. that we are part of just one race, which is the Latino or Hispanic community. That mm-hmm. concept created this um, uh knowledge uh, false knowledge uh, that um that our hispanics are only the one that you see for example on um, on on the screens and television and magazines and uh you know those that are uh, presented in the in, in the world as uh eurocentric meaning you know a blonde um white skin yeah. light skin a yeah. blonde hair a blue eyes a, yeah. you know uh that kind of uh, um, projection that, that they present to, to the world that is not the reality of Latinos. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, because of that, and, and of course, but if we go back into history, you have the Blanqueamiento community, the Blanqueamiento mm-hmm. philosophy and, and concept, which uh, uh, the introduction of uh, inviting more uh, Europeans to come to Latin America because the white community in Latin America. Uh, was declining, and they needed to raise that that community to continue uh, dominating. You know the not only the economic aspect of the region, but also the political and the social and cultural aspect of it too. So yeah. those things coming from the colonial period to today uh, continues to um, uh, to affect uh, the uh, the Latino um uh, uh, society and also mm-hmm. uh not enabling uh black uh, hispanics to really uh come to the uh to the front and mm-hmm. and uh and, and introduce themselves will be visible in in the community so these are basically some um facts that uh, have kept the afro latino community invisible at this mm-hmm. moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So profound. Yeah. It's a very complex issue, right? Cause we, it has, it, ha, it comes with race. We will be discussing in our show about, um, uh, representation and how important it is to also make the statement of we are here. Right. And I think that's when we are heading also in our next conversation. Um, but our community has been raised, not present on the constitutions, not in the census as well. And just part of the history being broken I remember growing up and learning that, you know, Africans were brought into the Americans as slaves. And then, then what happened? All suddenly is Republicans and now is the country and and that's it. Like what happened then? Right. So it was a very it was a very hard moment for me to understand where we were coming from. But at the same time, what are our strength. So I really appreciate your your perspective on that and media representation. That's something that we also been focusing. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. So we want to go into the representation and a little bit of media as well. Uh, we know that you guys are working on MOCAT, which is the Museum of Contemporary okay. Art African Diaspora. Did I say that right? That's correct. Yes. Yeah, right. I've been practicing. OK, so we'll give people more information about that. But I want to know about the art. And when it comes to, and that's our second question on this: What is the stage of art for our community? What's the current status that we see from the African diaspora when it comes to art?
1: Well, again, uh, art plays an important role in the community uh, because it helps, uh, you know, the people, our people, and it helps our children and young and young children to see ourselves represented. In the art, uh, again, because in, in in Latin America, most of the art that you see and most of the art that that uh, are projected, you know, in uh, either in uh, uh, in schools and television and any uh, media, uh, basically are those from uh, Europeans or uh, European descendants who are in in Latin America. So you don't see, for example, much of the a um African presence in, in art, at, at least visible. Now it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. The problem with it is that is that uh, they don't they don't uh, promote uh artists, you know, black artists, Afro, Latino artists, and, and the work that they do uh, as much as they do with with other uh, artists who are non-African uh, 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 uh descendants. So So the art plays an important role. And and because of that, again, uh, systemic racism that exists in in our community, uh, they don't um, promote or don't really um, care much, perhaps, these are my words, about the artists, um, the Afro-Latino artists, uh, and, and project them. And so MOCA, Miami MOCA, is trying to do that. Is trying to really bring those artists who are have been struggling for years, who have not been, you know, visible because of racism, because of discrimination. They the organization is bringing them, you know, to uh, to the front and and projecting them and say, hey, you know, they are also black artists, you know, in our community. They are also um, black Latino uh, artists who are doing wonderful, you know, beautiful. Uh, work and 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 have not been uh, uh, exposed and so uh, Miami Boca is is trying to expose their work and their artists to let the world know that you know uh, Latinos uh, also uh, have African descendants who are, are artists and doing fabulous fantastic work as well
0: Yeah. Wow. Wonderful. Uh, Let me bring it into this conversation. One of the Bolivian African descendant artists, Afro-Bolivian, Sharon Perez, who has been painting. And, you know, this is the first time that I know a Black uh, Bolivian is doing art. And it's been, you know, shown in, in the museums in Bolivia. And I'm like very excited because look how many years it have taken for someone to be present in there. And they bring their culture, as you say, you know, there is a space for that. So um also remember going into Ghana a couple of years ago and I remember going into the museums and seeing, you know, art from Europe and in United States and I go to the street and I see beautiful art from, from black Fox out there. And I'm like, why see your art out here and not in that museum? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like frustrating sometimes when, when, you know, your art is no value. And I appreciate that you guys are doing this work in in Miami, so it's wonderful. Uh, We also want to jump into the conversation to that because we know that you guys are being busy doing a conversation, a series of conversation uh, about us, Afro-Latinos and Afro-Latinas. So Orlando, we want you to share with our Patreons and our listeners how they can connect with MoCad and what is MoCAD too? (laughs)
1: Well, I, I, I came connected uh, many years ago, actually, in 2018 when the, through a, uh, the Ordesta Gamboa project that I founded, uh, we put together the first uh, Afro-Latino uh, heritage conference and, uh, and gala celebration uh, with the goal of bringing the Afro-Latino in one place under one roof uh, and really just have the dialogue, start to talk about who we are or history and heritage and to celebrate one another, and uh, and at that that event, uh, Marilyn Holsfield came over, and she was part of it. Who is one of the co-founder of Miami Mocha, and uh, and and we started, you know, we got in touch, we stayed connected over the years, and uh, then uh, before the celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, uh, I said I I emailed her, and I you know suggested the possibility of perhaps. Uh, during that celebration, that we should have something related to Afro Latino, because um, of, over these years, as we celebrated um, the uh, uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, uh, you, I did not see many or um, or a lot of uh, information or or representation of the uh, Afro Latino community in the celebration. So I suggested. You know maybe we should do something like that. And this and so this is how uh, that concept of uh Miami Mocha creative conversation was born and then developed into different series uh, that started with the concept of our definition of what it means to be black and how that how the concept of blackness uh, uh created was so uh, it created such a negative stereotype and 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 the history of the negative stereotype towards blackness, and then we moved on to the colonial period and then to the um, process of independence and how Africans and 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 uh, Black Latinos were able to participate, and later became invisible in their participation in the independence or emancipation process. Uh, to move to the present condition of the Afro-Latino community, uh, you know, uh, understanding that they are, according to the United Nations and many other many others, that there are 133 million Afro-Latinos living in, in, in Latin America from Chile all the way to to Mexico. But the majority of them live in extreme poverty. And I explained in uh, the latest uh, series why that, why, why the reason that caused Many uh, uh, Afro-Latinos to live in extreme poverty, which again related to to the past and systemic racism and discrimination, and viewing blackness as something completely negative. So that's how this conversation started, and that's how, yeah, you know, uh, I was uh, able uh, to connect with uh, Miami Mocad, um, and I was so honored that they invited me to. Uh, be part and to be one of the panelists to talk about this concept and, and, and some of the historic process of the Afro-Latino community.
0: Wow, that is so awesome. Really, really awesome. So you guys had one event in November 4th, but I know so there is one coming in November 28th at 4 p.m. Eastern time. So what is, uh, if our patrons, our listeners connected to that, what they will find in those conversations, what is the expectations that they should, um, you know, bring into the table? Well,
1: well, the 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 one on November 4th was the third one, the third series. Of oh, we wow, wow, heads. Okay. Yeah, we had two previous previous uh, uh, conversation, and I invite you, you know, to go to MiamiMocad.org, uh and uh, search for uh, the the previous uh, creative conversation that we had, which uh, Yvonne Rodriguez from uh, you know Afro Latino professionals uh, was uh, uh, one of the uh, a host there that was basically uh, leading the conversation as well. Uh, the, 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 the upcoming event is more, we, we will talk more about art uh, and the, the concept of not only uh, uh, the African-American, you know, art, but also uh, the Afro-Latino arts and arts in general, in terms of how, you know, our community uh, uh, have been invisible all these years uh, through art and how we can really begin to change that and and. And take control of the narrative so that uh, artists, Black artists and uh, Afro-Latino artists today and in the future can really have a spotlight uh and and on and, and the conversation uh and, and be able to you know have and uh, represent us uh, on the national and international stage. So that's yeah. those will be basically some of the topics we'll be covering. Um and, and of course understand try to understand. You know uh, some of the artists that will be invited uh, to uh, explain their struggle uh, as an artist, as artists, and uh, and how they have been able to overcome some of the obstacles. So those are things and themes and topics mm-hmm. we'll be uh, talking and and having a wonderful conversation. And hope that those who are your audience who are tuning in to to this yeah. program uh, will be able to also uh, tune in. And um, November 28th
0: yes that's wonderful oh my goodness this is great because i think through art we can continue showing the great work that our community has been doing i remember all the time i i teach zumba i'm a fitness there instructor and i keep telling them like salsa reggaeton all these rhythms are you know coming from way africa so they settle in here and they mix but you know there's still some part of my roots and i'm really excited when i perform those (laughs) so yeah i can't wait for for you guys to be on on the the stage on November 28th, 4 p.m. Eastern time. They can go and connect to MiamiMocca.org and they can um, learn more about you guys uh, and the amazing work you guys are doing. Uh, this event is free, Orlando?
1: That's correct. Yes, they are free for anyone and everyone who wants to participate. And and yes, we, we welcome everyone. And also we uh, recommend and uh, highly ask that uh, if you can share that information as well with your friends and families and and, uh, different social media platforms. We'll appreciate that.
0: All righty. Well, thank you so much, Orlan. This was fantastic. This was great. I'm so glad we connected. And, you know, we cannot thank you enough for your time, for joining us today, and for sharing your perspective about our, our, our Afro Latino community. We wish you all the best. And please keep us posted on a new publication that is probably on its new way. So, uh, once again, thank you so much. And probably we left something else out there. So, take the minute.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh, I really want to. Don't forget to. Uh, purchase the book uh, "El Actor y la Sombra." It's a very interesting uh, novel and uh, a way of also showing how the uh, Latinos have been Afro-Latinos have been discriminated on the media, particularly and television and uh, and especially and the telenovelas And so we encourage you to pick up a copy and uh, and, and, and hope you you enjoy and and just write a comment, please, uh, once you yeah. once you read the book.
0: Very good. I can see on the back on your uh, your screen that you have the El Actor y la sombra. So can't wait to have the book. Go into Amazon and find it. All right, Orlando. Thank you so much, and have a good afternoon over there. Thank you. <laughs> That's all for today, mi gente. Don't forget to subscribe or follow us since, you know, Apple changed the way that we used to do podcasts. I mean, they've been changing many things the way we used to do things. All right. So now there is not a subscribe button anymore. Now it's follow. So if you're listening to this podcast on Apple podcast, you will go into the follow section. Somehow there's a follow section there. But anyways, if you're listening to this podcast in your favorite, favorite, favorite uh, podcast platform, just follow us or subscribe to us. All right. So it will give you notifications when we release new episodes. Also... And very important, if you can give us some reviews, like, like Orlando was saying, give us some reviews. <laughs> if you can give some reviews to these podcasts, it also helps other people to find our podcast because, as you know, when something is popular out there, people go and find you. So <laughs> we we want people to find us because we touch topics that are relevant to our community, and I really think that people should learn and know and probably investigate a little bit more. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, let's just spray the news out there that we have a podcast about Afro-Saya and we talk about Afro-Latino community and all that stuff. All right, mi gente. All right, all right, all right. I cannot wait to hang out with you all again next week or in our next episode. A cuidarse mucho, mi gente bella. All right, take care, everyone, and we'll see you around. Bye, bye.